Good morning, everyone, or good morrow, as um, I would normally say. My name is Silas Devers. Um, thank you, everyone, for being here. We really do appreciate the support. We're going to be going over our topic um, about dreaming and sleep, um, more specifically on the series Where the Imagination Lies. Now, this is a topic that is extremely important to me as a college student who finds that better sleep is um, just inherently better than no sleep, so we're going to go ahead and get right into it. In this episode, we're going to be going over sleep and more specifically dreaming, and here are the big five ideas that I'd like to focus on in that. Number one, how much we do we know about dreaming? Number two, how much more there is to find in regards to dreaming? And number three, how dreaming can help shape people's worldview? Number four, the importance of dreaming in the, um, in the sleep cycles. Uh, number five, the levels of sleep and how each relates to how people dream. And uh, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it about um, the first topic, and that being number one, how much do we know about dreaming and how it, in, how it impacts us as a uh, society. The first and arguably the most important question to ask about dreaming is how much do we know about it? OpenStax um, says, or they state in their book Psychology, that REM sleep or REM sleep is the marked by rapid movement of the eyes, brain waves associated with this stage of sleep are very similar to those observed when a person is awake. As shown in figure 4.11, that this is a period of sleep in which dreaming occurs. Now, dreaming is predominantly monitored in one of three ways, number one being physical observation that scientists scientists can rely on, number two, the brain activity that goes in, into that and all the involvement with that, and then number three, the testimony of the individual that was dreaming and how, uh, they, uh, how their encounter is and what they stated it's like. Thus, this proves the point that there is so much more to learn about the human mind, let alone in the dreaming part, and that's such a very superhuman, unique aspect of uh, the human mind as we have come to figure out. Now moving on to that second part of the question, um, or now moving on to the second question in general that directly follows, and that being that there is a much more to find, or how much more there is to find in regards to sleep. The CDC stated um, that a third of the U.S. adults report that they usually get less than the recommended amount of sleep. Not getting enough sleep is linked to many chronic diseases and conditions, such as type 2 diabetes, heart disease, obesity, and depression that threaten our nation's health. Not getting enough sleep can lead to motor vehicle crashes and mistakes at work, which can cause a lot of injury and disability each year. Getting enough sleep is not a luxury, it is, some, it is something that people need for good health. Sleep disorders can also increase a person's risk of health problems, however, these disorders can be diagnosed and treated, briefly re um, bringing relief to those who suffer from them. As the CDC stated in 2020, um, after knowing that the most important part of sleep schedule is the REM sleep part, is that part where we are dreaming, we can also assume that these stages, I'm sorry, which also happens to be the stage at which the that people dream can be estimated and assumed that dreaming may have unknown impacts as to how our bodies heal and at least have the concepts of dreaming and healing correlated with each other. This idea is further backed by a Harvard study in 2010 that suggested that dreaming may reactivate and reorganize recently um, learned material, which would help improve memory and boost performance. As stated by Harvey B. Simon in 2015, dreaming may vastly be more impactful and important than what most people realize. 
After reviewing what we have known and what isn't known about dreaming, there needs to be a question of how impactful this really is. Another Harvard study um, conducted um, states that a college student, college student volunteers memorized pairs of unrelated words, worked on a maze puzzle, and then copied the intricate figure. All were tested on their work, and a half were allowed for, to nap for, for 45 minutes. During a reset, um, a retest, napping boosted the performance of the volunteers who initially did well on the test, but it didn't um, help those who scored poorly on the test the first time around. Also came. Uh, comes from Harvey B. Simon in 2015. Dreaming and more broadly sleep is a resource to be used. I don't know if that point has been stressed enough in this, but it is definitely a resource that needs to be used to its full potential. Now, unfortunately, many college students, as well as students of all ages, and come to think of it, adults, um, many adults and even senior citizens who are dealing with all kinds of various issues, it, they can find it hard to get adequate sleep for various reasons, whether that being health problems or stress or really anything, or just finding it hard to sleep in general. Now, if sleep and dreaming were made to be more important in people's lives, there would be no doubt that the people would be more productive, more creative, and mentally more active than they were previously than to getting a lot of good sleep. The importance of dreaming in regards to sleep has been already demonstrated in this and with the evidence already brought up. Now there needs to be an investigation as to its whereabouts in the sleep cycle and its strategic placement, if you will. If people are deprived of, of REM sleep and then allowed to sleep without disturbance, they will spend more time in REM sleep in uh, what would appear to be an effort to recoup the, for the lost time in REM. This is known as REM rebound and suggests that REM sleep is also homeostasis uh, homeostatistically um, regulated. Now, aside from the role that REM sleep may play a process in related to long, or learning and memory, REM sleep may also be involved in the emotional processing and regulation in such, in, in such instances. REM rebound may actually represent an adaptive response to stress in non-depressed individuals by suppressing the emotional salience of adverse avarice events that occurred in wakefulness. This also comes from OpenStax uh, 2014 in their book Psychology, talking about sleep sleep, and uh, referring to dreaming. Now, REM sleep has been one of the most important stages of... Now, REM sleep has been one of the most important stages in which the highest levels of brain activity and then backed by the automatic rebound, as it were, or as they call it, we can accurately assume that REM sleep is the most important and likely for, um, is the most important and likely for the amounts of healing and brain activity that go on. It's no coincidence. There's absolutely no coincidence that dreaming is just a part of REM sleep and correlates with better learning and the body's natural healing uh, process. OpenSex later states in the book that sleep, REM sleep, has been impl uh, implicated in various aspects of learning and memory. Now, that was also taken in 2014 in their book Psychology, another testament to its importance and another indicator that dreaming plays a much more in, uh, intricate role, an important role, than what is already known. Now, each level of, or each of the levels of sleep are important, but we have to be clear about which is most important. But let's also be clear that each serves a very specific purpose. The Sleep Foundation pr uh, provides an accurate depiction of each stage and why, e um, why the stages are so important. They state, there are four stages of sleep. 
one for rapid eye movement, REM, sleep, and then the three forms of non-REM, and they call it R, uh, NREM, sleep. These stages are determined based on the analysis of brain activity during sleep and shows the distinct patterns that characterize each stage. Now that comes that was a study found in 2020. REM sleep again proving that there are that where dreaming happens and learning and brain activity occurs, the non-REM stages are like a buildup of sorts to the brain's higher activity. These stages in uh, in REM sleep are a good portion of where a lot of the healing is done as well. Now, these stages of uh, in REM sleep happen to uh, not have the dreaming in them, though, which is an interesting fact because the dreaming only occurs in one out of the four stages. Again, pointing to the importance of how that one stage can be a lot or can hold a lot of importance for a lot of people. Now, in conclusion to all this talk about sleep, there's virtually just one concept that needs to be taken home for my audience here, and that is to get good sleep. The point of this, uh, the point, the only point that can be pressed in this is how important it really is. It is important to dream and refresh the highly advanced brains that people have. These, um, after going over how much we already know about dreaming and how important, uh, how much more there is to find in regards to dreaming, how... Uh, dreaming can shape people's worldview and how importance, how the importance of dreaming in s- the sleep cycles and then the levels themselves and how they each relate to sleep and uh, dreaming. These can each be explored and dreaming can made a, made, be made a lot more sensible and important once we get to know these. Now, I want to point out that my direct audience that I'd like to impact here for this is college students because I am one of them and I can relate to them in this aspect that college students can and have been shown in numerous cases to get not as good as sleep schedules as what we would like them to have. So if my hypothesis is correct, if we were to increase the amount of sleep that these college kids get, then we will see higher levels of brain function. Then we will see um, more productive work that is produced by these students and it will overall be better for them in the long run. Now, if there are any questions, please feel free to ask me directly, and then I hope to see you all next week on to, um, next week's episode talking again about sleep and where the imagination lies and how we access that. We will see you all then. Thank you so much.